Hey, what's up? It's Trey. And in today's episode, we're giving advice to younger married couples and we're sharing a few things we learned so far. All right, what's going on? It's Trey. Thank you. And this is How Do You Love Me podcast. And so you already know we're going to go ahead and start it off with How Full Is Your Cup? So, Q, what's happening? Man, my cup is pretty full because y'all remember last week my cup was half empty. So it's half full this week Um, because I went and spent some more time at Ikea and I love Ikea. Um, I just, I mean, it's kind of like window shopping and getting the chance to see some cool stuff. So yeah, my cup is pretty full just from that one experience. And I got to spend some time with some cousins. That's hey, always y'all. good. Um, yeah, Trey, how full is your cup this week? Yeah, um, my cup is about 75% full. Oh, again? Yeah, again. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, it's you know, my stuff teeters on the good side on majority <laughs> of the time, but uh, I mean, not too much has happened either mm-hmm. for me. I don't think. I can't think right now, but it's good. But you just know it's, it's yeah, good. yeah. It's, I'm feeling good, so I'm assuming it's good. That's yeah. how I, that's how I go for that. Uh, anyways, so for today's episode, um, we're pretty much we're sharing some advice. For people who, you know, want to get married or who are newly weds, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe we'll talk about it, too. But maybe we'll have a, a episode later on in the week that will go uh, into a little more detail. But for today's episode, that's pretty much what we're talking about. So with that, what you got, Q? Yeah. OK, so let's start out with expectations. So, Trey, what? What expectations did you have of me before we got married? I'm kind of curious. Uh, well, the expectation I had of you, it wasn't to cook, right? Because I knew that when we before we even got married, I knew you weren't really like cooking mm-hmm. like that. So that wasn't even, you know, it wasn't a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, uh, you know, to think back, to clean, like wash clothes, to be there. What do you mean, be there? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, be around. I, I have no clue. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I don't know. Okay. Be around. Have some sex. Some? Yeah, a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds pretty pretty easy. Um, but my expectations of you, I kind of had a lot. Uh, only... Not because I had someone in my life, but because these are just what I expected because I couldn't do them. So um, I wanted you to be able to fix my car and not necessarily like put the car back together, but like, um, you know, put gas in my car, change my oil, fix my tire. Um, I wanted you to take the trash out, kill all of the bugs, pay the bills wash my car which goes on with uh, fixing my car and then um take the lead which you know because i grew up in a single parent household 
my mom took care of everything. So I wanted to get into a, a marriage or a relationship where I didn't have to be the one in charge because it just didn't look fun to me. Mm-hmm. And then I just wanted you to be my everything. And that just meant um, you were there when I needed you. Hmm. Big old laundry list. <laughs> it was a big old laundry list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why do you think we got married? Um, I mean, me, for one, like you were the the raw version of what I told God that I wanted in a wife. Um, so I actually so like when I actually saw that and I'm like, well, you don't get too many chances like that. I went for it. I'm like, I'm just going to take the chance. Okay, but what do you then mean? Then go for it. And okay, so tell me, like you said, I was the raw version of what you told God. What was that? What did that look like? Like, paint a picture for me. Uh, I don't want to paint the picture for you. <laughs> Why? But, I mean, because, I mean, for one, I don't remember everything I said. But just a basis, like, you know, I would, I would always say, you know, I wanted somebody that, for one, I didn't have to try and core like coerce to be a Christian. Like I don't want to have to deal with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Then you have one person in the household that goes to church every week. And then the other person is at home in the bed. You know, for some people that works, I just knew that I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. So that was the main, I mean, I could stop there because that was the main thing. Then next, you know, um, I wanted somebody that was uh, compatible with me. So, like, you don't have they didn't have to like the same stuff as me, but I wanted it to be okay, like, cool. Like, you didn't have to look at watch sports, but I also didn't want it to be a problem for me too, okay. if that makes sense. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I was asking God for just somebody who, like wasn't so opposite that it was a problem for me to be who I was, mm-hmm. you know, if that makes sense. I can see that. Um, and just like, you know, just those little things. I liked hair. So, you know, when I saw your ponytail swinging <laughs> and, and all in the, all in the wind and stuff. Yeah. That was, that was it right there. So yeah, yeah just, I mean, th- those were like the biggest things. I, I wanted a Christian or if not, I wanted it to be like somebody who was, definitely okay with uh what i already was because yeah I, I wasn't gonna have no somebody trying to you know swindle me into non-christianity <laughs> yeah. i didn't want to deal with it okay that sounds um yeah i can handle that okay so the reason why i thought we got married is because I mean, on my end, because I can't say why he wanted to get married. I know I wanted to get married because I I wanted to be with a guy like Trey. So someday I'll tell you guys our actual story. But from the moment I saw Trey, I knew, like, if I couldn't get him, I wanted a guy like him. I loved that he, you know, dressed really nice. Like, we were going into freshman year when I saw him for the first time. And he was the only guy that I knew that ironed his clothes from top to bottom. Like, he had these three lines on the back of his shirt. He wore button downs when everybody else was just wearing regular T-shirts. He had the starched um, shorts and pants. And his shoes were always clean. And 
He always had change in his backpack. <laughs> so he had money. Inside joke. Inside joke. Inside joke. But, um, yeah, so I always knew I wanted a guy like Trey. And I prayed to God one time and I, you know, told him, like, God, if I don't ever get to date Trey, I would love to be with a guy like Trey. Because I knew he came from a really nice home. And I knew that he would be able to um, share those values with me and with his children. And I just didn't want him to get away. So, you know, I wanted to marry him. And, yeah, I think I'll just keep it that simple. And I want I want to interject, too, because I also I always like the thought of marriage anyway. So, you know, I was I was I don't know. I might have been young and dumb, but I was asking for this stuff pretty early, like, you know, like late middle school and stuff like talking to. Yeah. Praying for it because. Every girl that every girlfriend I had, first of all, when I went into relationships, my mom was a little bit different, which probably is why it happened. Mm-hmm. But every girlfriend I ever had uh, prior to you cheated on me. Mm-hmm. So but I went into it thinking like long term, like there was no. uh, all right, Yeah, I'm just going to get with her for a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah, just so I can say I was her boyfriend she was my girlfriend i wasn't with it Mm -hmm. so if i couldn't first if i couldn't see myself being with the person for a long period of time i wasn't even about to even try it like it wasn't worth it for me so i was asking for like i said for a while which is why when i did like when you did come to my site like in in the foreground when everything was aligned like i was like oh yeah all right that's what i'm gonna go for that's why when all my buddies was telling me, bro, just leave that alone because it's just not going to happen. You're not going to get with her. I stay with it because I just knew I'm like, well, I'm going to try until it's no choice or until mm-hmm. something else happens. And look at you now. Yeah. That's a story for another day. Yeah. Like you said, uh-huh, story for another day. Um, so let's see if I were thinking about getting married um, I think I would ask you how how do you prepare for marriage? Like, what's one thing you can do to get yourself in like in order for marriage? Well, I mean, there's a couple ways. If you're, I mean, I think it will work whether you are in church or not. But for us, for sure, uh, you know, premarital counseling. That's yeah, know, that's, that's what, what we did. That's what we did. Yeah. Premarital counseling. Um, and it just it what it what that does it's not anything all you know crazy or anything like that. It literally takes you through some questions that you might not have even right. thought to ask. You know, being with each other um, to think a little deeper on what y'all are about to get into. Right, and ours only like, I think we had like two or three sessions with our pastor mm-hmm. when we went to premarital counseling. But I kind of wish it was a little longer. And I think they can be as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I think they can be. But I think it was based on when we got engaged and um, how much time we had in between there and to how our date for when we got married. But premarital counseling kind of um, organized our thoughts. So, like, we didn't have really, really big questions when we got married because we had already went through it in premarital counseling. So we already knew how our bills were going to be paid. Um he had asked us some questions about what our influence from our parents is going to look like. Um, you know, how's God going to play a role in our relationship? And 
you know, just different things like that. Um, I can't remember all of it, but I specifically remember the conversation about money. But yeah, premarital counseling is like one of the best ways for me to prepare for marriage because sometimes people don't know your intentions or even your expectations if you don't actually talk about them. And it's kind of a, a cool way for you to get those out in a conversation with an unbiased person mm-hmm. so that y'all can work it out. And that was key. Right. You know, unbiased, somebody who's not on either side. Right. With some wisdom. Cause that that's too. The thing. Yeah, that too. You can go talk to anybody and they ain't got no wisdom and they're going to lead y'all down the wrong path. But yeah, some premarital counseling. I feel like that's really key. And if you go to church, talk to your pastor or one of your ministers to see if they have it and offer it for you. And I, I mean, really beneficial. For sure. So... So if you were talking to a younger married couple, what what things do you feel you needed to know about your spouse before you were willing to marry them? Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to change for person to person. But uh, for me, like I said uh, earlier in the story, they would have to accept my faith and the values that I believed in. Um, that was huge for me because, again, I didn't want to deal with a lot of extra st- like some people like fighting and some people <laughs> like arguing and all that stuff. That's what like uh, they love that. It fuels them, yeah, like, they love yes, that. That's that's wifey right there. Not for me. Like, I don't want to deal with any of that. So, um, you know, I didn't want somebody just going off just for no reason, just because they wanted to get a rise out of me. You know, none of that kind of stuff. So. My like they had to be down with my homie, my big bro, Jesus Christ. Um, and they had to believe in in what I believed in. That's number one. OK, well, for me, the thing that I had to find out or know before I actually was willing to marry Trey was that he would actually love me when I was ugly. Now, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that because y'all. When we are dating somebody, we put our best foot forward. We're dressing nice. We got our hair done, eyebrows done, and all of that. Well, you know what? I would call Trey over because I I had moved out before Trey had moved out. So he would come out and visit or whatever. And I would look like how, I mean, I'm me in my natural state. I would just allow him to see me in my natural state at home with some basketball shorts on, a t-shirt on, maybe my bonnet, maybe not, um, you know, just natural. And he really didn't have a problem with that. Still didn't have a problem with that. Um, and then another thing is I needed to know that he could handle me when I was mean <laughs> because, and not necessarily mean, cause I'm not a mean, mean person, but sometimes I do have like a little bit of an attitude and he was able to navigate through that pretty well. And then the last thing, um, I just needed him to accept my family. I came from a broken family and there was a lot of issues going on, but you know what? Um, he accepted them with, you know, without hesitation. And that let me know, like if he can accept them and you know, all their flaws and everything, he'll take me. So that's what I needed to know before we got married. That is interesting. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't, by the way, just P.S., I didn't care what my family thought. 
because I knew. Which, I know. But know, I know, and I know what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying, like, and I'm glad to hear that because I was. So I didn't grow up in the church, right? So you can imagine the pressure I felt, and not that I was just wild and out there, but um, I just kind of wondered what his parents would think of me, or if they would accept me because I wasn't a Christian, or I didn't know everything about the Bible backwards and forwards. But, um, you know, they accepted me and I have a really good relationship with his mom. Thank God. Um, I was really worried about his dad because his Trey's a preacher's kid. Um, and so PK is where you're at. Yeah. So he accepted me too. And we have a really good bond. So yeah, I know he wasn't worried, but I sure was because I felt the pressure. I felt the pressure. I would have just had to, Run off and elope, I guess. I, I don't know. Nah, he wouldn't have did it. Nah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have felt good doing, you know, doing that to his parents. <laughs> so, Trey, um, if you could think back and tell your pre-married self one thing or a couple things, what would you tell your pre-married self? Um, my pre-married self, like, are we talking before we got married or like... Like let's before I was thinking about marriage, no, like what what? No, like like you've you've proposed. Okay. We're engaged. Oh, okay, okay. What would you tell yourself before you walk into this unknown? Man, hang in there during the tough times because it's worth it. Um don't give in. But, <laughs> yeah, I would tell myself that. And I would I because it's me. I would understand what I was saying Mm -hmm. and execute. So, yeah. Because he needs no explanation, but I need an explanation. So if it were me and I was talking to myself, I'd get out of there and yell, girl, get out of your head. Get out of there. Okay, quit overthinking. Because, y'all, I do that a lot. I overthink. And just tell him what you need and how you feel. Right? I needed to know that. It caused me a lot of problems when we first got married. Then I I would tell myself that, hey, he loves you. But remember, we all show it in different ways. So the way I show love is totally different from the way that he shows it. Oh, um, that's true. So just accept it. Oh, accept yeah. the way that he shows love. I like that. And, it, and by the way, y'all, if y'all are struggling with um, how to show love or how to understand how people show love. There is a book out there. At, um, what is it? The five love languages. Yeah, five love languages. Yeah, it goes through all of that. Um, so check that out and you'll be able to learn something from it mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. So another question I would ask um, is how do you balance your wants and needs with your family life? Um. So personally I, you just um like i learned early on you have to know when to back up like when to go for it when to stay you know um i think a lot of people get in trouble when they go for too much at one time or mm-hmm. you know and the spouse doesn't know mm-hmm. and then they're left in the dark and so they're looking like bro what are you doing right um <laughs> So over time, you just learn like, okay, I can go for, you know, for this amount of time. If if it don't work, I got to back out. Like mm-hmm. I can't stay there because 
then that's going to lead us into trouble. And they're going to, you know, your spouse going to be mad at you, looking at you sideways. Mm -hmm. And it could have been avoided. (laughs) Not saying it happened to me. I'm just saying. Right. uh, This is just what I've seen. This is what, you know, what I learned. So um, also, you know, some of the things that you go for without God, that will cost you a lot in the long run. You know, um, if you just sit and pray about all your decisions, I know it sounds like a lot, but a quick prayer about a decision, it'll, you know, um, let you know, like, no, nah, I don't do that right now. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you know, and then sometimes even just you yourself over time, you'll start getting it. Like you'll start thinking ahead of that. Right. Like, even though you'll still be in prayer, you might not even make it to the prayer because you already said, well, I ain't going to buy that right now because right. I don't really need it. You, you know, got that wisdom. Yeah. And now you're getting the wisdom out of, out of that. So, um, that's, I, I say that, that right there. That's what would definitely balance those wants and needs is prayer. Okay. Um, I went a totally different way. I said communicate. So, like, anytime I had something that I wanted to do, um, I would always just talk to Trey about it. In a mm-hmm, normal conversation, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, what do you think about X, Y, Z? This is what I'm trying to do. Um, and I would just see if he was on board. You know, like, I fill him out to see what his response is. Sometimes I don't even tell him that that's what I want to do. I'll just be like, hey, have you heard of, you know, I don't know, the Bop It game? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I, that's the only thing that came to my mind. Yeah. But yeah, I'll just <laughs> throw something weird like that out. And if his response is, you know, positive, then I'll go, you know, go ahead and give him all. But if he goes, bop it, that's stupid. I'll drop it. Um, And then also, I, I mean, I, I started to understand that sometimes it's not necessarily a, a no, we can't do what you want to do right now. It's more of a, it's not the right time. So, like, yeah, facts, facts. you know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe what you want to do is going to cost us a lot of money. And we have something we're trying to pay off. Um, So I just can't see us spending the money on this want when we have a need that has to be paid off. Um, Yeah, that's how I balance it. Because, y'all, we're still in our 20s, so we're definitely looking around and trying out different things. I know I've hopped jobs a couple times (laughs) and kind of caused a little bit of strain on Trey. Because I hopped my job from the hospital to a call center. And so I switched pay periods and then three months later they got a new, um, pay system. So we switched, uh, pay periods again. And then like six months later I went back to the hospital. So that was again. And I don't know exactly what Trey said, but all I remember him saying was something like, you need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember you that. You didn't say it like that, oh, but oh. you was like, if I, you, I just remember you saying like, if you move jobs again, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be happy. You're making it hard for me. So, yeah, you can just imagine how that would probably feel being the one who is actually taking care of stuff. And I'm on this other side, like, you know, playing Frogger back and forth, doing yeah. stuff, making it hard for you. So, yeah, it's not always a no, but you kind of kind of balance it um, in this relationship. But that communication is key. It is. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so that is our advice to our married couples. But I do want you guys to know before we get to our next segment that you can definitely DM us with any relationship questions or any um, topics that you want us to talk about. Um, And then we just found out that we have a phone number for the podcast. Um, I know, right? So if you guys would like to leave us a voicemail, you can call 682 two three one zero eight four eight again that phone number is six eight two two three one zero eight four eight and that's to leave us a voicemail uh about you know anything a topic you want to hear about um a problem you need help with that you want to share you don't have to share your name but we can help you out maybe Mm -hmm. we can see about it we can talk about it so yeah all right, so on to our next segment of this or that. Ah, this or that. Key, I'm going to ask you this time since you got me <laughs> last time and you wanted them off. Show me how you want these questions answered. All okay, right. so anyway, number one, would you rather be fit and balding or fat and obese and have gorgeous long hair? Natural curly hair. Fit and balding. <laughs> Fit and balding. Okay. Fit and balding. I mean, that, look, you'll live longer. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, number two, 90s or 2000s music? Uh, 90s. Okay. Would you rather have straight or curly hair? Curly. All right. So, that's, that's why it's curly now. Yeah, it's curly right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So, would you rather have a successful career or a happy life? Success? No, I'm just kidding. Happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm. I'm here with you. I understand. Uh, last one. Uh, would you rather? This is a big one right here. Be a thief or a liar? A liar. Hmm. Expound on that. Cause I just feel like. Or did you just pick it? Well, no, because I feel like being a liar is more like vote. Like it's just vocal. I mean, whatever I say, it's a lie. But a thief, I feel like it's physical, and you can get caught doing it. Because mm-hmm. I remember I stole a piece of candy one time, mm. and I was not really good at it, and I got caught. Like <laughs> he caught my shoulder, like the the girl. On a crookly. Golly. Yeah, he caught her. That was how he did me and took the candy. Um, yeah, so anyways, thief. Um, yeah, I'm not a good thief. So, a liar it is. That's funny. That <laughs> is funny. Yeah. All right, so on to the next segment. This next segment is what you've all been waiting for. Probably not. It's Trey's Logic. Oh, snap. All right, Trey, what you got for us today? Yeah, that actually came fast today. But um, today, since we were talking about young marriage, um, figured I'd bring out just a couple um, bits here. And like I said, maybe uh, I'll have another um, episode that I just go deep into it. But basically what I put down here is, you know, marriage is about being able to put the other person over you. Right. So if both people are doing. So if both people are doing that, 
everyone wins every single time, mm-hmm. right? So you have to be able to get out of yourself as the individual mm-hmm. and think about the other person. Like some of the best advice on marriage that um, that I have is marriage is all about compromise, mm-hmm. okay? Like for everything, compromise what you eat, compromise where you sleep. Is it the right side or the left side of the bed? <laughs> Don't matter. Compromise. It will help you in the long run. All right. So it's, it's hard to be a great spouse when it's always about you and your ways only. Both of y'all are focused on giving each other more than you receive and truly being good with that, like truly being OK with giving the other person more and not worried about what you're getting back. It will help because both of y'all are doing that. So both of y'all are giving more. And not worrying about what you receive back, which means you're you're both receiving more. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's truly being good with that. And I'm betting on less arguments and more peace, less hate and more love. All right. And that's all I got for you today Woo! in the Trey's Logic session. No, that was really powerful. Um, can I just expound? On yeah, that add on. Bit? Yeah, no, yeah. When I think we got time. It, a lot of people think that marriage when when you get married you're done working on yourself but mm-hmm. when i when i got married i found out that i had a lot of work to do you know what i mean yeah um not just on myself but on myself in this place as a wife as you know somebody's helped me mm-hmm. um so yeah anyways Focus on what you can do to to help your spouse and communicate those things with them. Um, that compromise is not always easy and it's not always fun. Definitely not. But it's going to help you get to the golden part of marriage. Like, I feel like we've gotten past it and now we're like cruising. Not cruising like, you know, you probably would at 50 years, but we're cruising to the next stage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right now it's pretty easy because we figured out like... This is our new normal. And that's another piece. So when you get married, it's not any like you can't take what your parents did and try to, you know, be a duplicate of that. You got to kind of merge your marriage together and do what works best for the two of you. Facts. So facts. Hopefully this helps one of you, you know, young married couples. We've been married six years and not that we have it all together, but we've had a couple ups and downs and we've learned a lot. So just wanted to share it. Yeah. So, you know, with that, I think that's good for today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for listening to How Do You Love Me podcast. We would definitely, again, we would love to hear from you about what topics you want for us to discuss or get our advice. You can DM us on Instagram at HDYLM underscore podcast. Or just type in, how do you love me podcast? We're going to pop up. I'm telling you. Right. Or just leave us a voicemail at 682-231-0848. And lastly, look, y'all, we are new to this podcast game, but we really are trying to grow this. So if you can, leave us a review and a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. So um, if it's Apple Podcasts, 
leave us a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. If it's Spotify, go ahead and download it. Go ahead and save it to your favorites so that you can hear us every time we release one. But anyways, that's all we got. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Deuces.